All right, and we're back. Today it's Friday, like about 6.30, so we're going to, the fourth commandment, you know, keep the Sabbath. Uh, that'll be starting at sundown my time, Friday night, and ending tomorrow night, same time. <clears throat> anyway, all right, so I was outside reading again, and uh, three kings... Uh, but anyway, somehow I opened up to Maccabees and the Apocrypha, so I read the the second book of Maccabees, the first and second chapter. That's what we're going to try and do tonight. I might have to break it into two episodes. I'm not sure. I'll see how the time's going. The first chapter doesn't have a lot of references, but the second one does. So <clears throat> I'll just start off. It's the second book of the Maccabees, the intro. Bear with me, y'all, too. Still, this is still the gothic or old English type uh, writing so when I'm pausing I'm just trying to figure out what the words are so anyway the intro says an epistle of the Jews that dwelt in Jerusalem sent unto them which dwelt in Egypt wherein they exhort exhort them to give thanks for the death of Antichus of the fire that was hid in the pit the prayer of Nehemiah and the fire I've already read through this, and this chapter really, I mean, both these chapters, it really um, highlights how corrupt that the priests were and are, how we keep the traditions going by trying to follow pastors and priests and the Pope and all that kind of BS. But this, the fire, my first reading, the fire, I believe, is the Word of God, so keep that in mind. I might throw in my hence while I go through but anyway let me go ahead. go ahead and start the first chapter of the second book of Maccabees it says the brethren of the Jews which be at Jerusalem and in the land of Jewry which unto those brethren of the Jews that are throughout Egypt and Egypt is just to me it's the world the prison that we're living in Good fortune, health, and peace. God the Lord be gracious unto you and think upon his covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, his faithful servants, and gave you all such a heart that you may love and serve him, yeah, and perform his will with a whole heart and of a willing mind. He opened your hearts in his law and in his commandments, send you peace. He hears your prayers, be at one with you, and never forsake you in time of trouble. That is, hear our prayer for you. What time as Demetrius reigned in the 169th year, we Jews wrote upon you in the trouble and violence that came unto us. And those years after that, Jason departed out of the Holy Land and kingdom. They burnt up the ports and shed innocent blood. Then made we our prayer unto the Lord and were heard. We offered and lighted the candles, setting forth cakes and bread. And now come you unto the Feast of Tabernacles in the month of Caslu. In the 188th year, the people that was at Jerusalem and in Jewry, the council and Judas himself sent this wholesome salutation unto Arist 
Obulus, King Pro, Proloma, Prolomus Master, which came out of the generation of the anointed priest, and to the Jews that were in Egypt, insomuch as God hath delivered us from great perils, we thank him highly, and that we resisted so mighty a king. And why? He brought men out of Paris by heaps to fight against us in the holy city. For as he was in Persis, namely the captain with the great host, he perished in the temple of Nannes, being deceived through the deceiver of Nannes priests. For as he was purposed to have dwelt there, Antiochus and his friends came there to receive much money for a dowry. So when Nannis' priest had laid forth the money, he entered with a small company into the compass of the temple, and so they shut the temple. And when Antichus entered by opening the private entrance of the temple, the priest stoned the captain to death, hewed him in pieces, that is, cut him in pieces, that were with him smote of the smote off their heads cut off the, their heads and threw them out of all things god be praised which hath delivered the wicked into our hands whereas we now are purposed to keep the purification of the temple upon the 25th day of the month Cassleo, we though necessary to certify you thereof that you also might be kept that you also might keep the tabernacle's feast day and the day of the fire which was given us when Nehemiah offered after that he had set up the temple and the altar for what time as our fathers were led away unto Persis it says the priest which then sought the honor of God took the fire privily from the altar and hid it in a valley where whereas was a deep, dry pit, and therein they kept it, because the place was unknown to every man. Now, after many years, when it pleased God that Nehemiah should be sent from the king of Persia, he sent the children's children of those priests which had hid the fire to seek it. And we're going to reference out to Leviticus 6a. Let's see. Leviticus 6a. Okay. It says, And the Lord talked with Moses, saying, When a soul sinneth and trespass against the Lord, and denieth unto his neighbor that which was taken him to keep. And that's what, and my little side notes, I'm talking, I wrote the scripture, the priest's, deny the people with subtlety anyway I'm going to keep that which was taken him to keep or that was put under his hand or that which he hath violently taken away or that which he hath deceived his neighbor of with subtlety or hath sound or hath found that which was lost and denieth it and sweareth falsely and whatsoever thing it be that a man doeth and sinneth therein then when he had sinned or trespassed, he shall resort, restore again that he took violently, violently away or the wrong which he did or that which was delivered him to keep or that 
or the lost thing which he, which be found, or whatsoever it be about which he hath sworn falsely, he shall restore it again in the whole sum, and shall add the fifty part more thereto, and give it unto him to who it pertaineth the same day that he offered for his trespass, and shall bring for his trespass offering unto the Lord a ram without blemish out of the flock that is esteemed worth the trespass offering unto the priest. And it says, And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. And I believe that's talking about Jesus Christ. And there was a little note that says, when it's talking about sworn falsely and he shall restore it, it says, Unto my neighbor pertaineth satisfaction, but unto God repentance, and then the sacrifice of Christ's blood is a full satisfaction and atonement and appeasing of all wrath. And then we're back to Maccabees, and it references Leviticus 10a, so we're right there. Leviticus 10a, and Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, and there's a note right there, it says, Hereof you see the fruit of man's good intent without God's work, as we may do no less, so doeth this example teach that we may do no more than is commanded. Okay, these two, the sons of Aaron, took either of, of them his censer and put fire therein, that's the word of God, and put sense upon it and brought strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went a fire out from the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said unto Aaron, This is that the Lord spake, saying, I will be sanctified in them that come near me, and before all the people I will be glorified. And there's a note that says, I will be sanctified. There's a note that says, God is sanctified when we obey him and mortify our will to do his. Okay, back to Maccabees, and it's going to reference to Leviticus 16a. Sixteen A. It says, And the Lord spake unto Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they had offered before the Lord and died. And he said unto Moses, Speak unto Aaron thy brother, that he go not all the all times into the holy place that is within the veil that hangeth before the mercy seat, which is upon the ark, and he not die. For I will appear in a cloud upon the mercy seat. And it says, there's a note, in, it says, I will appear in a cloud. There's a note, by the cloud understand the smoke of the sense. But of this manner shall Aaron go into the holy place with a bullock for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. And he shall put the holy linen, I'll be upon him, and shall have a linen breach upon his flesh. And shall gird him with a linen girdle and put the linen mitre upon his head for they are holy remnants. And he shall wash his flesh with water and put them on. And he shall take of the multitude of the children of Israel two he goats for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Okay, back to two Maccabees. Okay, so it says, and as they told us, they found no fire, 
but thick water. Then commanded he them to draw it up and to bring it him and with offering and the offerings withal. Now when the sacrifices were laid and ordered, the priest Nehemiah commanded to sprinkle them and the wood with the water. When this was done and the time come that the sun shone, which afore was hid in the cloud, that's God's word, there was a great fire kindled, and so much that every man marveled. marveled. Now all the priests prayed, while the sacrifice was a making. Jonathan prayed first, and the other gave answer. And Nehemiah's prayer was after this manner, O Lord God, maker of all things, thou fearful and strong, thou righteous and merciful, thou, <clears throat> excuse me, thou that art only and a gracious king, only liberal, only just, Almighty and everlasting, thou that deliver, deliverest Israel from all trouble, thou that hast chosen the fathers and hallowed them, receiving the offering for the whole people of Israel, preserve thine own portion and hallow it. Gather those together that are scattered abroad from us. Deliver them that are under the heathen's bondage. Look upon them which are despised and abhorred, that the heathen may know and see how that thou art our God. Punish them that oppress, and proudly put us to dishonor. Set thy people again in the holy place, like as Moses, like as Moses hath spoken. And that's going to Deuteronomy 30a. Let me see. Oops. Deuteronomy 30a. Deuteronomy 30a, when all these words are come upon thee, whether it be the blessing or the curse which I have set before thee, yet if thou turn unto thy heart among all the nations, whether the Lord thy God hath thrust thee, and come again unto the Lord thy God, and hearken unto his voice according to all that, that I command thee this day, both you and your children, with all thy heart, and all thy soul. Then the Lord thy God will turn thy captive, turn thy captive, and have compassion upon thee, and go and set thee again from all the nations, among which the Lord thy God shall have scattered thee. Though thou wast cast unto the extreme parts of heaven, even from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee and from thence set thee, and bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed, and thou shalt enjoy it. And he will show thee kindness, and multiply thee above thy fathers. Okay. And continue with Nehemiah's prayer. It says, And the priests sung psalms of thanksgiving so long as the sacrifice endured, now, when the sacrifice was burnt, Nehemiah commanded the great stones to be sprinkled with the residue of the water, which when it was done, there was kindled a flame of them also. But it was consumed through the light that shined from the altar. So when this matter 
was known, known, it was told the king of Persia that in the place where the priests, which were led away, had hid fire, there appeared water instead of fire, and that Nehemiah and his company had purified the sacrifices withal. Then the king, considering and pondering the matter diligently, made him a temple to prove the thing that was done. And when he found it so, in, indeed, he gave the priests many gifts and diverse rewards. Yeah, he took them with his own hand and gave them, and Nehemiah called the same place Nephtar, which is, a, which is as much to say as a cleansing, but many men call it Nephi. All right, let me see where we are in time. 16 minutes. Uh, let's see. I'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and start the. I tell you what, maybe I'll do. Uh... Now let's go ahead and continue. Okay, so two Maccabees two. The title says how Jeremy hid the tabernacle, the ark, and the altar in the hill. Of the five books of Jason contained in one. Okay, this one has a lot of references. It says, It is found also in the writings of Jeremy the prophet that he commanded them which were carried away to take fire, as it is said afore. And this reference is back to 1C. And it goes back and talks about, it says, Now when Anakos entered by opening the privy entrance of the temple, the priest stoned the captain to death, hewed them in pieces that were with him, smote off their heads, and threw them out in all things. God be praised, which have delivered the wicked into our hands. Whereas we now are purposed to keep the purification of the temple upon the 25th day of the month, Caslu, we thought necessary to certify you thereof that you also might keep the tabernacle's feast day and the day of the fire which was given us when Nehemiah offered after that he had set up a temple and the altar for what time as our fathers were led away unto Persis that Persis the priest which then sought to honor the honor of God took the fire privately from the altar and hid it in a valley, whereas was a deep dry pit, and therein they kept it, because the place was unknown to every man. Now, after many years, when it pleased God and Nehemiah should be sent from the king of Persia, he sent the children's children of those priests which had hid the fire to seek it. And as they told us, they found no fire but thick water. Then commanded them to draw it up and to bring it him, and the offerings withal. All right, back to 2. two. It says, He commanded them also that they should not forget the law and commandments of the Lord, and that they should not err in their minds when they see images of silver and gold with their ornaments. And there's another reference, Jeremiah 29.5. Jeremiah 29.5. Oh. 29b, I'm sorry. It says, 
These were the words of Jeremy's letter. Thus hath the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, spoken unto all the prisoners that were led from Jerusalem into Babylon. Build you houses to dwell there, plant you gardens, that you may enjoy the fruits thereof. Take you wives to bear you sons and daughters. Provide wives for your sons and husbands for your daughters, that they may get sons and daughters, and that you may multiply there. Labor not to be few, but seek after peace and prosperity of the city, wherein you be prisoners, and pray unto God for it. For in the peace thereof shall your peace be. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Let not those prophets and soothsayers that be among you deceive you, and believe not your own dreams. For why they preach you lies in my name, and I have not sent them, saith the Lord. Back to 2 Maccabees, there was another reference to Baruch 6a, that's in the Apocrypha. And Baruch 6a. Because of the sins that you have done against God, you shall be led away captive unto Babylon, even of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. So when you become into Babylon, you shall remain there many years and for a long season, namely seven generations. And after that will I bring you away peaceably from thence. Now shall you see in Babylon gods of gold, of silver, of wood, and of stone, borne upon men's shoulders to cast out a fearfulness before the heathen. But look that you do not as the other. Be not you afraid, and let not the fear of them overcome you. Therefore, what you see the multitude of people worshiping them behind and before, say in your hearts, O Lord, it is thou that oughtest only to be worshipped. And we're coming back to 2 Maccabees 2. Let's see. It says, These and such other things commanded he them and exhorted them that they should not let the law of God go out of their hearts. It is written also how the prophets at the commandment of God charged them to take the tabernacle and the ark with them. And he went forth unto the mountains where Moses climbed up and saw the heritage of God. And that reference is Deuteronomy 34a. Okay, so hang on just a second. Deuteronomy 34a says, And Moses went from the fields of Moab up unto Mount, up unto Mount Nebo, which is the top of Fasca, that is over against Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land of Galad, even unto Dan, and all Nephthali, and the land of Ephraim, and Manasseh, and all the land of Judah, even unto the utmost sea, in the south of the region of the plain of Jericho, the city of palm trees, even unto Zor. And, uh, and the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I swore unto Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay. It says, And when Jeremy came there, he found an open cave wherein he laid the tabernacle, the ark, and the altar of incense, and so stopped the hole. It says, There came certain men together also following him to mark the place, but they could not find it, which 
and I put expeditioners and archaeologists, but I don't know about that. But anyway, which, which when Jeremy perceived, he reproved them, saying, As for that place, it shall be unknown until the time that God gathereth his people together again and receive them unto mercy. Then shall God show them these things, and the majesty of the Lord shall appear, and the cloud also, like as it was showed unto Moses. And we're going to go to Exodus 13d real quick. Oh, shoot. Just lost my tab. Let's see. Exodus 13d. Exodus 13d. When Pharaoh had let the people go, God carried them not through the land of the Philistines, though it were a near way, for God said the people might happily repent when they see war and so turn again to Egypt. Therefore, God led them about through the wilderness that bordereth on the Red Sea. The children of Israel went harnessed out of the land of Egypt, and Moses took the bones of Joseph with him. For he made the children of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you. Take my bones thereof away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth, and pitched their tents in Etham in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might go both by day and night. And the pillar of that cloud never departed by day, nor the pillar of fire by night out of the people's sight. And let's see. And then it also references... 3 Kings 8b. 3 Kings 8b. And I'm already, that's what I'm reading, 3 Kings 8b. 3 Kings 8b. It says, There be unto this day, and there was nothing in the ark save the two tables of stone which Moses put there at Horeb when the Lord made an appointment with the children of Israel after they were come out of Egypt. There was a note there says there was nothing in the ark. It says the rest might be among the therefore where the books of the law was found. And that little side note references out to several, several passages. And when the priest were come out of the holy place, then a cloud filled the house of the Lord that the priest could not endure to minister because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Then spake Solomon, the Lord said that he would dwell in darkness. I have built a, I have built thee a house to dwell in and a habitation for thee, thee to abide in forever. And the king turned his face and blessed all the congregation of Israel and the congregation standing. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which hath fulfilled with his hand, or that is with his power, that he spake with his mouth unto David my father, saying, From the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city among any of the tribes of Israel to build a house. That's a, a church. That my name might be there. But I have chosen David to be ruler over my people Israel. And it was in the heart of David my father to build a house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. But the Lord God said unto David, my father, in that it was 
in the heart to build a house for my name, you didst well, that you was so mindful, minded, nevertheless, thou shalt not build the house, but thy son that shall come out of thy lowings, he shall build a house for my name. And of course, Jesus Christ is the son of David, the son of man. That's the house. It's a spiritual house, a spiritual church. It's not a man-made church. Anyway, I'm coming back to Maccabees. Uh, let's see. And like as when Solomon desired that the place might be sanctified, and it was showed him. For he being a wise man handled honorably and wisely offering unto God in the hallowing of the temple. But it was when it was finished. And like as when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering. We're going back to Leviticus 9D. And I'm trying to hurry a little bit so we don't run out of time. Oh, goodness. Leviticus. Nine. Let me make sure. Leviticus 9D. Okay. Leviticus 9D. But the breast and the right shoulders, Aaron waved before the Lord and in Song of Psalms the breast it's expounded on how Solomon for all his thousand wives made altars temples to me those are all the churches and it's represented by the breast here it says as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron lift up his hand over the people and blessed them and came down from offering of sin offerings burnt offerings and peace offerings then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of witness and came out again and blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people. And there came a fire out from before the Lord and consumed upon the altar the burnt offering and the fat. And all the people saw it and show, shouted and fell on their faces. And it says, Even so prayed Solomon also, and the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering. Let's go into 2 Chronicles 7a. 2 Chronicles 7a. It says, And when Solomon had made an end of praying, there came down fire from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifice. It says, And the glory of the Lord filled the house that the priest could not go into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had fulfilled the house of the Lord. That is, Jesus fulfilled the house of the Lord. And it says here in a side note, the glory of God filling the house was a visible cloud presiding, pre prefiguring that God ought to be preached, praised, and magnified through the whole world in the congregation of the faithful, as he saith in Numbers 14, B or D. I'm not going to read that. Um, and all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house and stooped with their faces to the earth upon the pavement and bowed themselves and confessed unto the Lord that he was good and that his mercy lasted forever. And back to two... Maccabees and Moses said because the sin offering was not eaten therefore it is consumed 
In like manner, Solomon kept the dedication or hallowing eight days. It says, and in the annotations and writings of Jeremy were these things put also, and how he made a library, and how he gathered out all the countries, the books of the prophets of David, the epistles of the kings, and of the presents or presenters. I'm not sure what that word reads. Anyway, it says, even so Judas also, look what he learned by experience of water. As such things as has happened unto us, he gathered them all together, and so we have them by us. If you now desire to have the same, send somebody to fetch them unto you. Whereas we then are about, about to celebrate the purification, we have written unto you, therefore you shall do well if you keep the same days. We hope also that the God which delivered his people and gave them all the heritage, kingdom, priesthood, and sanctuary that he promised them in the laws shall shortly have mercy upon us and gather us together from under the heaven into his holy place. That references the Deuteronomy 30a. Um, let me see. Deuteronomy 30a. Okay, when all these words are come upon thee, whether it be the blessing or the curse which I have set before you, yet if you thou, if you thou turn into thy heart among all the nations, whether the Lord thy God have thrust thee, and come again unto the Lord thy God, and hearken unto his voice according to all that I command thee this day, both thou and your children, with all your heart and all your soul, then the Lord thy God will turn thy captive and have compassion upon thee and go and set thee again from all the nations among which the Lord your God shall have scattered thee. Though you was cast into the extreme parts of heaven, even from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee and from thence set thee and bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed and thou shalt enjoy it and he will show thee kindness and multiply thee above thy fathers. Back to 2 Maccabees. It says, Shall shortly have mercy, gather us together from under the heaven to his holy place. For he hath saved us from great perils, <coughs> perils and hath cleansed the place. As concerning Judas Maccabeus and his brethren, the purification of the great temple, the dedication of the altar, yeah, and of the wars that concern noble Antiochus and Euphator, his son, of the shinings that came down from heaven upon those which manfully defended the Jews. And that references back over to 1 Maccabees 6a. Hang on, 1 Maccabees 6a. It says, Now when King Antichus travailed through the high countries and heard that Elymas in Persia was a noble and plenteous city in silver and gold, and that there was in it a very rich temple, whereas were clothes, coat armors, and shields of gold, which Alexander, the son of Philip, king of Macedonia, had left behind him. Wherefore he went about to take the city and to spoil it, but he was not able, for the citizens were warned of it, 
and fought with him. And so he fled and departed with great heaviness and came again unto Babylon. Moreover, there came one which brought him tidings and persied that his host which were in the land of Judah were driven away and how that Lilius went forth first with a great power and was driven away of the Jews how that they had won the victory and gotten great goods out of the host and that perished how they had broken down the abomination which set up upon the altar at Jerusalem and since the sanctuary with high walls like as it was afore, yeah, and Bessaria was Bessaria his city also. And let's see. It says the shinings that came down from heaven upon those. Okay, for though they were but few, yet defended they the whole land, drove away the enemy's hosts, recovered again the temple that was spoken of throughout all the world, delivered the city, doing their best that the law of the Lord which was put down might with all tranquility be restored again unto the Lord that was so merciful unto them, as touching Jason also of Siren, we have undertaken compendiously to bring into one book the things that were comprehended of him in five. For we, considering the multitude of the books and how hard it should be for them that would meddle with stories and acts, and that because of so diverse matters have undertaken so to comprehend the stories, that such as are disposed to read, might have pleasure and pastime therein, and that they which are diligent in such things might the better think upon them, yeah, and that whosoever read them might have profit thereby. Nevertheless, we ourselves that have meddled with this matter for the shortening of it have taken no small labor, but great diligence, watching, watchings and travail, like as they that make a feast would fain do other men pleasure. Even so we also, for many men's sakes, are very well content to take that labor, whereas we may shortly comprehend the things that other men have truly written. For he that buildeth a house anew must provide for many things to the whole building, but he that painteth it afterward seeketh but only what is comely, met and convenient to garnish it withal. That's talking about the man-made churches and all that stuff. Even so do we also in like manner, and why? He that beginneth to write a story for the first must with his understanding gather the matter together, set his words in order, and diligently seek out every part. But he that afterward will shorten it, use a few words, and toucheth not the matter at the largest, let this be sufficient for a prologue. Now will we begin to show the matter, for it is but a foolish thing to make a long prologue and to be short in the story itself. Hmm, that sounds like modern day things I hear. Anyway, that was kind of a long one. I hope 
that helped you, and I'm sorry if I felt rushed, but it just seemed like a lot of reading, and I hope it helps you in your journey.